0: What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sap. It is June 28th, 2021. This is the Fightful Post-RAW review. We are joined by Denise Salcedo. Denise, how you doing?
2: Sean, so right now when we were talking, I didn't look at your outfit, and I just Mm -hmm. realized that we are matching.
0: Pretty much, yeah. We're literally
2: twins right now. It's
0: pretty close. Like... I, th- does the color of my shirt come through on? Yeah, on screen? it looks. Okay. It
2: looks kind of pink on my end. Yeah, a like mine's bit. a little bit more pinker, but like you can see the shades of it. And I, I, it was just like a second when you started making the introduction, I was like, "Oh, Sean's wearing a pink shirt." So I'm am not,
0: I. It's like kind of pink. It's like if you left a white shirt with the colored clothes in there, it's it's that like shade of pinkish purple, whatever it may be. But here we are talking Monday Night Raw. We got lots of stuff to get into. Uh, Unfortunately, there were a bunch of releases last week. FightfulSelect.com has a bunch of exclusive news on that. Uh, Exclusive news on the writer that was uh, also fired for uh, admitting she didn't know much about wrestling on a podcast. We also have an exclusive story on Vince McMahon going to the Performance Center to scout talent. Make sure you check that out. All that news reported exclusively. At fightfulselect.com. You can also check out our magazine. Issue three is on the way. We sent it off to get printed uh, just this, I think maybe today it was. You can go to fightfulmag.com for that as well. But here we are, fightful.com, youtube.com slash fightful. Got an interview tomorrow, Denise.
2: You do. Congratulations. Yeah.
0: The I'm, uh, I'm going
2: gonna, I'm gonna to be nice and I'm not going to like make, I'm going to support you as a friend. Okay, and I'm uh, going to support you and congratulate you on your interview.
0: Yeah, it's it's the Varsity Blondes. I got them. I, I interviewed them in Jacksonville. Uh, I broke the news on Fightful Select of what kind of shampoo that Griff Garrison uses.
2: Oh, I didn't see that. I need to find out what shampoo he uses. I can you, use that information.
0: The answer will shock you. It really will.
2: Oh my god! Don't tell me he doesn't use any.
0: Oh, he does, but it's oh. a shocking answer. That Is it interview up
2: already. Like uh
0: on, on Select notes. it is. I can I can okay. drop you the link. Don't worry, Denise. Thank you. But uh Brian Pillman Jr. competes for the TNT title this week. Also this week AEW's Colt Cabana. And then on Sunday, I'm dropping an interview with the Patriot Dell Wilkes. And don't worry, if you're concerned about all the psychotic shit that he writes on Twitter, he doesn't talk about any of that in our interview. It's all about wrestling. So Independence Day, we got the Patriot dropping on Sunday. I've had that interview in the can for about nine months. Because after I did it, I said, when am I going to drop an interview with the Patriot? And then a couple of weeks ago, I was like, Independence Day. There we go. If I don't drop it, then I never will. But uh, leave your thumbs up. <laughs> donate your super chats. It'll get your question or statement right on the air. You're shaking your head, Denise.
2: I, it just drives me nuts. Like It drives me nuts that you do interviews and you don't release them right away. Listen, Listen, it makes me crazy, Sean.
0: All due respect to Del Wilkes, the man, the athlete. What could he possibly say that's time-sensitive, <laughs> Denise? <laughs>
2: Sean, I don't know, but it just—he <laughs> has—he
0: has not wrestled in 24 years. What could he possibly um, have What he's say? been doing
2: in the last 24 years, you know, that's pretty interesting.
0: We're all good there. We're all good there. Get your super chats in, my friends. It's a—it's a very good interview. I'm very proud of the interview. I was going to talks- say you
2: just buried your own interview, Sean. No, it's,
0: it's a fantastic interview. It, it's awesome. I'm a great interviewer. He was a great interview subject. He talks about Bret Hart stooging him off. He talks about it's- wanting to punch Tom brandy in the face there's a lot of really good you stuff literally
2: just said what does he have to say and no like, no no
0: what <laughs> would he possibly have to say that's time sensitive
2: okay okay see so you didn't say you didn't emphasize that part i was like yes. is, sean, is sean hearing himself right now he's no, burying his own interview
0: no it's an outstanding interview it's really <laughs> really good uh we got people in the super chat saying sean is it storyline or did orton get hurt i'm i'm working to find that out um I, uh, yeah, I'm working to find that I can't give away too much of, of what I'm on. Look at this, GOI Kicks. They're making custom shoes for me after I've nagged them for, for years and years and years. dust 19 says, had a cyst removed from my lower back today, spending the rest of it eating pizza with ranch and watching this awesome show, FTF. You can't FTF while eating ranch. Sexy Peasant says, Denise, you're the best. What is this?
2: The people are finally realizing that Hollywood sells Sado, that D.W.O. is no. the place to be. I mean, even look at you. You copying my wardrobe now, Sean. No,
0: Denise, my cat's better than you.
2: You know what, Sean? Cats suck, all right? I hate your cat. All of them. All 29 of them. However many cats you have.
0: Oliver the cat is going to take great exception to this. He's Who the hell gonna...
2: Oliver the cat?
0: Oliver the cat is an artist.
2: No, Sean, you're going to become this like crazy cat lady. That are oh, just this like, is, oh, this God, is, this is offensive.
0: This is, this is disrespect. <laughs> Kate Hensler says I'm the Taylor Swift of voiceover work.
2: That's I actually would, a very high compliment. Sean. I would you, agree though.
0: with that. I would agree with that. Uh, the intangible one cliff beard says how much for Sean to interview Val Venus. seems like they're such good friends. I will never interview that man. I got no reason to interview him at all.
2: Oh come wow. on! You know what? I should interview him just to tell him my
0: story. Yeah, you do that, bud. Uh, <laughs> that that won't get you heat with anybody on the internet.
2: But you know what, Sean? I don't care about heat. I hear I care about clicks. I care about money. You know and what I, I care about engagement and traction.
0: You know what I care about? Right here. What? Right here.
2: Oh, is that Oliver?
0: This is Oliver the cat.
2: Wait, did you literally text your Ring wife? Is hard. Bring Oliver. I didn't text her. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. You totally did. He walked
0: in. We he heard you talking that no, trash. No, I did not. Look at this superstar right here. Look, he's a Russian blue.
2: He's literally showing no star power whatsoever. Oh, I mean, my He's gosh. not even meowing. He's not even he's, saying anything. He's
0: cold and calculated. Look, he, he'll pop like, up on my shoulder. Say something, just, Oliver. Like, he doesn't speak English, Denise. I know that's a shock to you. Uh,
2: but well, look, why super would that chat. shock to me.
0: Super chat for Oliver. Like, Denise. D- you, he, he's accomplished so much more than what you ever d- have done. Uh, Sexy Peasant says, Bestie, I love cats. My cat Oscar is heartbroken. Let me show you something, Denise.
2: Cats are terrifying. You know, they're like literally like Oliver, the devil's animal.
0: Oliver painted this today.
2: Bro, have you not heard the story of like look, cats look, that kill?
0: Look how excited he is. About his work. Look, it even has his name on it. He Oliver He didn't
2: even want to see his own work. Oliver yeah, he was did. like, bro.
0: He's like, It's not finished. It's not finished. We put Sean, paint down on this Sean, thing and put saran wrap around it. Let's mute. Let's mute Denise real quick. This is beautiful. We're willing to sell this to the highest bidder. Millions of dollars, this thing is worth. Oliver, the cat, is, is just magnificent. He's looking at me. He's so happy to be here. Uh, for all you people, he's such a baby face. Uh, Matthew Mikovsky says, appreciation for what Sean's wife does. Uh, Orlando says, Denise is a draw for the show. It's about numbers. Let's go ahead and mute Denise again. I guess we should actually talk about the show. Um, yeah. You're still muted, Denise. I'm not unmuting you. All WWE right. Monday Night Raw. It starts off with Riddle backstage saying that Orton, or actually it's not him. It's it's Adam Pearson, Tony Deville saying that Orton can't be there. I'm-, I'm working to find out if this is real, if it's a work. We got super chats coming in for Oliver. People love him. You're Look welcome. At this. What kind of voice work does he do?
2: You're welcome again for the Super Chats. If I hadn't buried Oliver and his confidence, the people wouldn't have felt the need to cheer him up via Super Chats. Come here, Oliver. You're very welcome. And, yes, I am money hungry.
0: Come on, Oliver. It's okay, buddy. Oh, we're going
2: to do this the whole show.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It's a raw review. What else are we going to do? I'm
2: going to get a dog just to have it come on here and outshine freaking oliver
0: yeah that ain't gonna happen the intangible ones is denise cats that kill pretty sure dogs hurt more people per year than cats do and i love dogs i have two of them uh both of them are rescues because i'm a good person unlike denise who probably shops and buys her dogs for like five six hundred bucks bringing
2: pets into my home Uh, i like a clean home
0: wow
2: (laughs) and i like a peaceful quiet home with no pets
0: Look, somebody's even complimenting my cat's handwriting. Denise (laughs) versus Oliver at WrestleMania. Insert my way. Hi, Sean. Hi, Denise. How was Raw tonight? I thought Raw was all right. I thought it was pretty good. Two straight weeks, Denise. We got a good Monday Night Raw. What the hell is going on? You want to know why?
2: You want to know why, Sean? Because every other post show dipped out. And we're the last ones left. And they were like, oh, come on. Like, let's give a little something. Let's throw a bone. We're, we're rewarded.
0: We're my, rewarded. My wife just picked up Oliver. which she would have turned on my air conditioner on her way out. But it's, it's a little too late for that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Night track says that you have better opinions when you're muted, Denise. Jamie Miles says was traveling today and missed Raw. Yay, nay, or may? I'm going to say yay. I'm going to say it was a fun show. There was a lot of really good wrestling.
2: I'm going to agree with that. I would give it a yay, two thumbs up for sure.
0: Well, people don't agree with you. They say that you're a hypocrite. Doesn't Taylor Swift own a bunch of cats?
2: Her cats are on another level. Didn't she play a cat in a movie? I don't care any. I don't compare any rant. And I was actually waiting for somebody to bring this up, by the way. I don't compare any random cat from the street to Taylor Swift's glorious cats, okay?
0: He's not from the street. He lives in my house. And not only you that, I've got... Said I've, that
2: they're like rescue.
0: He has his own cat cottage within this house, too.
2: Okay. He's got his own cottage. Is that like the little tower with the little balls? Kind
0: of. Kind of. Uh, <laughs> uh, Do each
2: of your cats have a cottage?
0: Yes. Yeah, well, three of them. We have three cat cottages. They share them.
2: Brandon Charles Powell... Cat?
0: Brandon Charles Powell says, Raw on the rise, SD declining a bit. I would be inclined to to agree. Um, Raw has been better than SmackDown the last couple weeks, I think. Although that that Hell in a Cell that Reigns was in was really fantastic.
2: Yeah, if this is a seesaw, it's definitely Raw. I would say the last two weeks has been just a little bit stronger than SmackDown for sure.
0: So we have Riddle saying, hey, I'll replace Randy Orton in this last chance battle royal to get into the last chance qualifier. I thought this was fun. He he presented this letter that was very clearly forged, written by him. He drew a snake. Riddle has been consistently the best thing on this show for quite a while. Uh, Bobby Lashley's up there. Kofi's up there. MVP's up there, too. So maybe I shouldn't say the best thing. But he's been consistently a good thing on this show for quite a while. And it's like Randy Orton as a character loomed huge on a show that he wasn't even on, Denise.
2: Exactly. And see, here's the thing, too, is that like the thing with Matt with Matt Riddle and why it's actually working is because, okay, fine, just mute me. I still get paid either way. You can mute me. I'm still (laughs) on a flat rate. I still get paid no matter what. If I get muted, it's actually better for me. Anyways, oh, but boy. the best thing, the one, the thing that I was trying to say here is that what they've been doing with Matt Riddle actually makes sense. We're like, you can make little connections here and there to little things that were said or done in, you know, previous segments on previous shows. And we see a continuation of that, you know, in the following weeks. And I like that. I mean, that's like the number one thing that people have been asking for is just things that actually make sense and for them to actually remember, you know, something that was said or done on the previous weeks.
0: So basically, the, uh, the the first 20 minutes of this show comprised of this promo and the Battle Royal in which Riddle won. Some notable stuff in here. Damian Priest is back. We reported on FightfulSelect.com last week. He was not injured, at least anymore. Uh, there, there wasn't an injury that's keeping him out. It was uh, a personal thing, and he was slated to be back this week. He was back this week. That's great news. I was kind of hoping that he was going to win, but given how the story played out tonight, Denise – I think everything went well. I'm okay with Damian Priest getting eliminated from a battle royal. Anybody can get tossed over a top rope. I don't see any harm there.
2: See, here's the thing, too, about this, is that I would have, like, if, for example, if I was the one putting this together, I probably would have been like, yeah, let's totally go with Damien Priest. Like, Damian Priest is the guy to do this. But, however, looking at everything in terms of the story – in terms of the story that they are currently telling right now, it definitely made a lot more sense for Matt Riddle to actually win this. And obviously, you know, based on the events that unfolded tonight, it was definitely the right call. But even just the fact that they at least had, you know, Damien Priest in the, you know, final two men there. I think that, you know, that was obvious, you know, he's just making his return. Let's at least get his you know feet wet a little bit and hey, kind of go from there.
0: Somebody asked if I could see Riddle win the WWE title. Yeah, I could. I could definitely see him winning the WWE title. So let's talk about a couple things I didn't like about this match. I hate the one foot hopping around outside the ring thing. Oh, come on. I
2: like that. When Angel Garza did it, I thought it was funny. It's so
0: lame. I hated it when Leva Bates was hopping on top of a book and all that. It's a little bit different when it's like an office chair or something like that. But the one foot hopping around on the floor, it ain't for me. And I don't like Omos being able to just walk out and yank people over the ropes. I've always hated that just because I love Royal Rumbles. And I'll say this, at least they had gender eliminate Viking Raiders. Cause if it was just Omos, I'd have been like, just let him back in the match. He wasn't in the match.
2: Right. They actually had gender eliminate quite a few people in this yeah. battle Royal. So that was a little bit interesting there, but I did like when, uh, Omaz tossed Ivar into the into the ring, into the little screen there. I thought that was pretty funny. That was a good spot there. But see, I actually like the the little moment that Angel Garza had with his, you know, one foot there. Uh the reason why I like that is like, hey, like we can really get to see this guy. There's a lot of people in this battle royal that we barely get to see. We might as well have them have some sort of special moment. And if anything, I thought it actually made it fun. And I prefer that over just a bunch of guys kind of just like, you know, hitting each other and, you know, looking over and trying to see when it's their time to be eliminated or just waiting on the ground, waiting for their turn to come up. Like, I hate when I notice stuff like that in battle royals. So I'd rather have like these, you know, shenanigan things happen than than that
0: yeah I, I thought this was a fun way to kick off the show and i'm a sucker for battle royals anyway Seth's so a sucker for cats says that you're a heel and then we have somebody who does not know their history saying uh sorry srs denise is right dogs are better look at adam Blompied. he marks out for any good boy doggo uh he marked out for oliver the cat on the air multiple times thank you very much Jamie Miles says, Halloween idea. SRS is Million Dollar Man. Denise is Cameron Grimes. Jeremy is L.A. Knight. I actually dressed up as Million Dollar Man for the Fightful Post show two or three years ago. Denise.
2: Sean, I actually feel like you would be Cameron Grimes if you were a millionaire. Like, I feel I like that would be like your vibe that you would put out there.
0: He's very... He's very relatable to me in that sense. And if I were a millionaire, that's how I'd be.
2: I, I see it. i was, every time he comes out. I go, "Yep, Sean, if you were a millionaire, right there." Like
0: I said, "I'm not. I know that that was a shot, but it's completely accurate." Um, I didn't I do mean not, it
2: as a shot. I don't Sean. disagree Again, with. it. I meant it as a when as he, a compliment.
0: When he said, "I realized when I got money, I could treat everybody really bad." That was like, I was like, brilliant. I love it. That's incredible. Oh, that was so, so good.
2: Now I feel bad. <laughs>
3: Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
0: China, Naya and Reginald discussing Shayna's loss to Alexa. I don't care. I really don't care. But Nikki Cross is cutting a promo and she is like, kind of got a new name. It is Nikki Ash. Nikki, almost a superhero is the acronym there or the whatever, um, what do you think of the new name halfway? Because they kept calling her Nikki Cross. Nameplate said Nikki Cross. They called her Nikki Cross a bunch on commentary. Are we
2: sure it's officially her new name?
0: No, we're not at all. I
2: don't think it is. I'm we're starting not. to think it's just Nikki Cross, but, you know, I just okay, so, didn't really feel like
0: it to so me. So the common point that people kept bringing up is Karrion Cross is about to come up to the main roster. And you know WWE. This is not oh. like AEW where there's Cage, Page, Page Cage. Cage. And page and yeah, all that. They're like, we can only have one Shane, pal. You got to change your name to the Hurricane. Like, it's that's how they do things there.
2: Yeah. I just, I got to say though that this. So I so remember, okay. So last week, somebody brought up the whole promo that she did on Raw Talk, right? Because that usually goes on when we're doing this show. So I ended yeah. up watching it afterwards, like the actual clip. And I loved it, right? Like everything that she said and all the way that she came across, I thought it was perfect. But that being said, I thought this promo was not good compared to what I saw her do on Raw Talk. I thought this one, she was trying to get out like a certain inspirational quote or something, but it didn't come across that way. I almost felt like she was sort of stumbling through her words during this promo. So this wasn't the very best, I think, like follow up. Promo after this, you know, big reveal of this new character. And also, okay, so did she have a new mask or did she just do something different? Because the mask looked different to me. And I don't know if it was maybe because. Last time it looked like they had layers and I don't remember the stripes on the mask last week, but I didn't do like, I didn't go back and look, but the mask definitely looked different to me. I don't know what it was, it was her makeup that she did it differently or the actual mask itself, but it looks so much better this week than it did last week. But with that being said, they need to make a cooler mask for Nikki Cross because if they're going to market her to like children and whatnot, I think a cooler mask would be a lot better.
0: Make, Make one you can sell. Exactly. You can sell. Kate Hensler says like Billy Gunn, I'm an ash man. Uh, we have a cover of that song up on uh, youtube.com slash fightful. The match itself was solid. Uh, Alexa bliss comes out and I don't like the hocus pocus stuff, but this isn't for me. This is for little kids. The whole thing is the Nikki cross thing is for little kids. This, this Hocus Pocus stuff is for little kids, and maybe it works for them. But what I do like is when Alexa Bliss starts throwing kicks at people because her offense is looking real good. And I loved Nikki flying off the top rope onto everybody. That was really cute. And I love the La Magistra cradle that she did. It was a work of art. I am a sucker for a good pin. This was harmless to me. It's whatever. I know that this is not catered to a person like me so whatever
2: here's my question are they going to do something with nikki and alexa in both of their new roles like is is that something that they're because i almost feel like i almost feel like they're heading that direction and i'm wondering if they're going to like pair them up to be like this odd couple
0: i think so because they've got history And I think that would make a lot of sense, uh, at least to do. It wouldn't make sense within the context of their creative whatsoever. Yeah, because they're
2: doing. They're in in theory they're doing two totally different things, but it's almost like put the weirdos together because they used to be best friends and now they're both weirdos.
0: Rob Reed says I was pretty fine with Nikki Cross Ash tonight. Match was good. No distraction. Finish. Alexa Dick kicking Reginald was fun too. It was. Uh, Also, the Ash thing is very clearly it's like a play off of Rosie. Like, maybe even an homage to Rosie, who was a shit, a superhero in training, if you remember. Before he was a full-fledged superhero, they made him a shit. Uh, I thought this was, it was all right. Sure, why not? Oh, boy. Uh, This Kofi Kingston MVP promo. Wow, this was good. This was incredible. Incredible. Uh, we've got some super chats about this. We don't usually get a ton of super chats about this stuff, but uh, we did this time. Ian says MVP and Kofi was the type of segment that would make me beg my mom to buy a 50 year old or $50 pay-per-view when I was nine years old. Um, it was, it was awesome. Ryan says, do you think it was a coincidence that MVP Brock na- name dropped Brock tonight? I don't think that would have made it on TV unless something was happening. No, I, I do think it was a coincidence. I don't think that Brock is as close to coming back as people in WWE thought a week ago or two weeks ago or anything. I don't think he's as close as they they want him to be. But um, I think that it's maybe MVP's way of trying to goad Brock back. I think he's hoping that Brock hears about it, Denise.
2: Yeah, I feel like there's been several of those occasions where like they're – Like you don't know that something is officially set in stone. And then all of a sudden you hear like either your name being mentioned or like something being mentioned. Who was it? Oh yeah. It was Christian Cage. Remember when Paul White did that whole thing on AEW afterwards it was Christian revealed on, I think it was Renee's podcast where he said that at that moment he hadn't even signed with the company yet. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just like a little thing that I remembered.
0: Oh man. Uh, intangible one says, wasn't Rosie's shit? One of the stupid things that made Goldberg quit the first time. If that's what made Goldberg quit, he needs to, he needs to go outside more often. That thing was fun. Rosie was very fun in that he was completely lovable and maybe Goldberg should have watched the reaction when uh, hurricane and Rosie won the tag titles from la resistance rest in peace, Rosie, uh, Goldberg can get over it. NerdGuru says, my idea for the last show in the Thunderdome is to have Bailey and Seth burn the place down literally while cackling like supervillains. What say you? That would be very funny. I'm ready to see the Thunderdome go away. But I think that they won't do that. They don't look at the Thunderdome. It's like, oh, my God, this miserable thing. What they want us to look at the Thunderdome like, Denise, is award-winning, innovative, super high-tech, connected us with them type of thing. I don't think it's going to be like, a miserable thing for them.
2: Yeah, I think that is, especially the way that, you know, they've always been introduced, like every show, we're in the award-winning Thunderdome. Like I can not tell you how many times we heard that. And so for it to afterwards be like, we're smashing these things. And plus, I'm sure that, you know, I, I mean, I don't know about like, that type of that type of area of production but i'm wondering if maybe they can like you know reuse some of that stuff for something else that might be cool or something down the line i don't know i'm sure that they could (laughs) use all of that high-tech stuff
0: and before we get into the kofi mvp segment injection says i want a full-on batman joker feud between bliss and cross i don't know if denise is going to agree but i'm really into piper she's my favorite we'll get to piper in a minute what do you think about bliss and cross going like face and heel I think like Nikki is pure enough to think that she can make Alexa good
2: that would be cute that's not something I'm totally opposed to I think I feel like I've seen or heard worse ideas and that's not too bad
0: and then this uh Kofi and MVP promo now we can actually get into it uh Brett says that was the best part in the show said he would love to see me as Cameron Grimes sometime um This promo was so good. It was simple. It was Kofi being honest and relatable and genuine and caring about his friend and saying, you know what? I beat you before. My friend didn't beat you last week, but he put up a great fight. And Drew did. Instead of Drew complaining, it should be this. It should be Kofi bringing it to our attention. It's always better if somebody else does the complaining for you then it doesn't look like you're bitching and moaning about it. So I thought this was a masterfully laid out promo And it was MVP trying to minimize all of Kofi's accomplishments. All the stuff that we know that he worked so hard for. And even more, Denise, that we know MVP knows that he worked so hard for. Because as Kofi said last week, he was sitting at the bar, blubbering like a little baby when he won. Oh, this was masterful. This was really good stuff. And then Kofi caught MVP milking the injury. Hit him with a trouble in paradise. Masterful stuff right here. This was a great segment.
2: I can't I can't I can't disagree whatsoever I thought that I mean right from the right from the top of this Kofi comes out and just the way that he's speaking it's just so calm straight yeah. to the point and it comes across as emotional, but without trying to overdo it, without doing the, you know, the the faces and the tears or whatever, you know, you feel you need to do to bring that emotion out. It was just plainly there. And, you know, him talking about Xavier Woods and how people were always, you know, not giving him any credit and all of that. I thought that all of that stuff, you know, it, it rang true. And so because of that, it kind of made it so much better. When MVP first came out, I didn't think that the first portion of his uh delivery necessarily match the level of Kofi Kingston's but then afterwards when they sort of you know went back and forth I think that MVP definitely fed off of what Kofi Kingston was saying and you know what he was you know he was feeding off of him, and that energy ended up getting so much better. There was a there was a moment, because the entire time the camera shot was MVP and, like, all like the women, right? But then there was this moment where they, like, tightened up, like, right on MVP's face as he was just, like, you know, going off. And, like, that one little subtle, like, camera movement, I thought absolutely sold everything, like, so much more in a dr- dramatic fashion. But I loved everything. I thought that it, it just got the right emotion, and it kind of made – Kofi Kingston feel like an even bigger star and I think that's a lot of the things that you know obviously people you know like him and they know that he can be a star and all of that stuff right but actually seeing it today in this in this capacity in the way that he did this promo I think that it kind of reminded a lot of people that he could either do this stuff or if you didn't already know it before maybe you know it now.
0: I think that's a great summary of, of what we saw. Rob Reed says, MVP Kofi was one of those moments that reminds you why you love pro wrestling. There was a lot of stuff on Raw tonight that did that for me. This, this is why it's so frustrating and angry when Raw sucks because we know it can be this. We know it can be good. That, that's why it's so frustrating when almost anything on this is good. Uh, Brutality, we read it as we get to the segment. Uh, your super chat, if you're wondering, oh, where's my super chat? Well, let me see what it was. It is about Riker. We'll talk about it during the Riker segment. Uh, fun. <laughs>
2: that's, not, that's not one of the moments that I would say that I you, necessarily thought humped on this show. You know
0: what's fun? Denise, are you getting a pair of the SRS1s? Huh? The SRS1s. Look at those. Oh, they're beautiful. They are beautiful. Look at that. Look at that. Printed leather. Oh those the color. are color. The splatter. Ooh, yeah. looks just like our YouTube frame. Go to G O I Kicks, my friends. They make uh shoes for like a ton of pro wrestlers. So I'm giving them giving them the plug ski because they're making the SRS ones. Look at those.
2: I hate what Ooh. this is gonna do to your ego. I Ooh. can't I can't handle your ego anymore.
0: Man, they've made shoes for Kofi and Ray and Shane Helms and Moose and Eddie Edwards, and, you know, a bunch of people. And me. And me. I didn't have to beg him or anything. Frank Aguilera. I'm literally
2: terrified for when you hit 100K, you are going to be unbearable. Why? Unbearable. It was was, (laughs)
0: was really depressing to hit 80K on the day that I hit. Because I'm I'm like, I understand what it's contingent to. I don't like that I get a bunch of followers because people lose their job. That's kind of sucky. But. No, I will. When I hit 100,000, I will just thank you. Only you, Denise. <sighs>
2: Sean, I'm not going to be I, able to handle it. I might have I, to send in my retirement notice.
0: I will thank Denise Salcedo for getting me to 100,000 followers.
2: Sean, I can't.
0: Listen, I, can't. I, I, would, I would give you about 80,000 of them if I could. It is a fucking terror, terror to me. now
2: you're you're being like those bougie like have you ever heard like celebrities say like oh my gosh life being famous and rich is like so hard like homie calm down you're rich and famous like what the hell you're literally sounding like that person oh it's so so hard to have 80k it's so hard to have 80k on twitter i'm so
0: rich and famous (laughs) listen listen if you're big ass head
2: you're making it seem like it's bad to have 80k on twitter (laughs)
0: I'm, I'm gonna send you a message that I got this weekend.
2: Oh, okay, like a and, negative and one.
0: I would what? I wouldn't, what? Even, I wouldn't even say that. It was more of a proposition.
2: Oh, like
0: it was like it a body
2: proposition.
0: I don't even know. I don't
2: like a. Was, is it, it too some, much for the dong lord proposition? Yeah,
0: yeah, way too much. Way too much. Somebody asked where the Oliver ones are at. You know what? He does look like the kind of cat that would wear little shoes. He does. He would wear some high top Jordan ones for sure. Uh, Anakin says, Sean does talk up his new contract a lot. Don't know what you're talking about, buddy. (laughs) And Joel says, don't tell him about our DM shunts where I tell you how much you can invoice every month. Zach Connor says, for every reason I'm getting, or for some reason I'm getting a feeling Riddle is going to win money in the bank. Could see him in a boombox type skit with the briefcase. I don't think that'll hit for him. I think I think it'll be something besides that. I mean, if you mean comedic, I think that could happen with him, Denise.
2: What do you mean, like adding a boombox to his like,
0: like a stereo system to his scooter, like that? That could oh, be funny or something oh, like yeah. that. Oh yeah, oh
2: yeah, that'll definitely work. Yeah, especially because that all of that type of stuff is like in you know for like the cool kids and whatnot. Like if you go to the mall, like all of that stuff is like so popular
0: yes i did it was gross
2: you got an indecent proposal sean you're did, just teasing the people right did now. i it's ever tell amazing. you
0: about the vince russo story
2: maybe I, maybe not i, I told know.
0: this on maybe on select maybe on a show one time so when we started fightful one of the people that jimmy hit up was vince russo to do shows with me we had really good chemistry all that didn't work out he left after a few months whatever one of the biggest mistakes in my life was making my Snapchat name my name because then people just type it in, figure it out. I've got a different one since then. So I'm in the middle of a show and it's like ping, 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 ping. I'm like, what's going on here? And it was just some random sending me a message and I was like, I'll see what it is. Denise, it was a giant dick. <laughs> and <it> said, quote... <laughs> Fuck Vince Russo. I, now, I had not worked with Vince Russo for like six months at this point. For like six months. And and I blocked a person, but before, I mean it was huge, Denise. Before
2: <laughs> wait, I said, this a compliment? I a
0: I was like, listen, with well, that thing, you probably won't have any trouble, bud, and blocked him. That wait, thing you was complimented enormous. his junk. Pretty much. Listen, Why would you do that? There's no way it was actually theirs. There's no way it was actually theirs. This How would was you like no, Sean. There's no way. And you if don't so know what
2: people are packing,
0: they evidently not. Maybe, maybe I'm either giving this dude too much credit or not enough credit. It was disgusting. It was unreal, <laughs> and like there were no exclamation points or anything. It was just like a like this, just like mediocre. Fuck Vince Russo, and I'm like, man,
2: was he holding I- it?
0: I can't really remember. Yeah, I've done a lot of blacking out. I've done,
2: I've done a lot. <laughs> I was gonna say because if it looked like a good size, chances are he was holding it up to like make it look better.
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> now, the DMs that I got on your face is
2: matching your shirt now.
0: The, the DMs that I got on Instagram <laughs> were more disturbing than that.
2: Oh, Instagram is really weird. And yeah. it didn't
0: like it didn't offend me. I was confused by it. Cuz I I try not to open up my requests folder <laughs> for for obvious reasons. Like it it can be bad, but sometimes I missed honest to God DMs. I missed a DM from Josh Barnett saying, Hey, do you want to interview some of our talent for blood sport? And it was like a month later. I'm like, damn it. Yes. I would love that. But, um,
2: you should do like a video on that. Like those videos are so popular. Like I opened up my like Instagram DMs and like, you don't have to say the person's name. You just read the message.
0: (laughs) It was, I mean, that was, that was the first time like, I got something like that sent to me directly based on my job. Now, it's it's not that rare to have somebody saying like, something really weird or oddly personal or perverted or some shit like that. And I mean, hey, you know what? I sell dick pills. We, we sell Dong Lord shirts. It's going to happen. I'm a big boy. I can deal with it. I was not prepared for it.
2: Yeah, though. but can the big boy deal with the big boys?
0: Kenshiro says is at the origin story of the Dong Lord.
2: That's true. Did you steal somebody else's gimmick? <laughs>
0: Evidently. I, my, my confusion was like Vince is on Facebook, Twitter. He's got his own website, he's got his own paywall. Why aren't you sending it there?
2: Well, can like, now you imagine what his DMs look like?
0: Oh, God. <laughs> well,
2: that's very interesting. Oh,
0: God. Brutality saying, Sean out here calling bluff. The show is great. I mean, uh, Monday night with Denish and the schlong <laughs> dirt sheet, man, all proposals should be indecent. Like, I mean, I can handle it. It's just like, Oh my gosh.
2: Wait. So when you get an Instagram DM, so like, you know how it says, like they, if somebody sends you an image, you actually have to accept to yes. see the actual image. Do you accept or do you just like
0: not almost, accept? almost never. If it's in my request folder, almost never do I do that just because and it's like i I don't want to be like i'm too good to open up your message but that that instagram started off as just like my instagram you've seen it i don't post a lot of my own shit there but then it's like wrestle talking parts fun known and inside the rope start tagging that and i was like no (laughs) there it goes and i went from like 300 followers to 4500 you see what Um, i mean
2: always bragging about your
0: followers you got like twenty thousand.
2: Yeah, but I'm not bragging. You are, you about are it.
0: trying to get me to stream with you, and I don't yeah, have enough followers to stream yes with to me.
2: you. You already committed.
0: Yeah, but I don't have I don't have the qualifications. I'm not famous enough, Denise.
2: You just didn't do it right.
0: No, I, I legit don't have the option. But people are here to listen to us review raw, not reviewed dick pics. I, I don't know. Actually, I think they probably are after. I think that. we'd get
2: better ratings if we reviewed dick pics.
0: Maybe. Oh my god. Naomi. And uh, Asuka lost to Dewdrop, and Eva Marie. Eva Marie says last week Dewdrop made a bad decision, and uh, she's going to learn her lesson. Well, she tried to drop out on Dewdrop. It's like, why didn't Dewdrop just assume this was coming? Now, I- I'll say this: it made Dewdrop look strong. She's looked strong two straight weeks. That's that's cool. Um, I'm all for that. That's that's fine. But it's it's like, why wouldn't she expect this? Knowing what she did last week, Denise.
2: See, that's the problem right there. You just said it like in theory, you're supposed to like do drop. You're supposed to want to root for her and be like, break away from this evil, mean girl. Like you, you leave Regina George and you go like you do you right. But instead, I feel like it's doing quite the opposite for me. If anything, it's making me think like, like, I'm not going to root for her. Why am I going to root for her? shes It's making her unlikable. Like, why would I want to root for her if she's not standing up for herself? Like, grow a backbone already. It clearly bothers you. If this was something that didn't bother her and she was, like, oblivious to it, then all right, whatever. But this clearly bothers her. So for me, I'm just like, you've seen enough movies. You know that she's (laughs) using you. Stand up for yourself. And, you know, be your own person. Dang. So, yeah, I just feel like it's making her unlikable. And i didn't what? like any of this. I thought this whole thing was like thumbs down.
0: Rob Reed says it's going to be a good pop when Piper drops Eva in front of a crowd. It well to me it's it's already obvious. She already dropped down off the apron in week 1, Denise.
2: That's what i'm saying like they rushed this. They should have at least given it a bit where like she finally started to get like irritated by Eva Murray, but it was like within the next week she was already irritated.
0: Seamus is on Raw Talk says, Denise, a dong pick expert? Denise, dong lord?
2: No comment.
0: Mike, like a newbie, says, I don't know if Denise is the bad influence on Sean or Sean on Denise. She is definitely the bad influence on me. No, definitely I I've tried to tame not. things down on this show for a long time. Wait, so you're me t-
2: blaming me?
0: You made me tell that story.
2: I didn't make you say anything.
0: Denise is muted. Music of Moonsault says, I had to make a hard choice between my two fandoms tonight. And the Kiss documentary won out, but look forward to hearing your recap of Raw in the Morning. Well, I appreciate you coming by and supporting us anyway. You guys can support us over at FightfulSelect.com. But you can also support us and leave fulfilled like I am every morning with Magic Spoon. Growing up, cereal is one of the best parts about being a kid. You wake up on your Saturday mornings, you watch your cartoons, you get a bowl of cereal, you have a good time. But then when you get older, you're like, oh, wait, that stuff's not that good for me. It's full of carbs and sugar and junk, and you probably shouldn't eat it anymore. But Magic Spoon makes that better. Zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, and only 140 calories per serving. I've been eating a bowl every morning, I dropped about 15 pounds in, I think it was four or five weeks, and I've been able to keep it off with Magic Spoon, making me feel way better. And I'm I'm filled up, too. It's not one of those things where you run back and forth to the cupboard. I even posted on, on Twitter today. I legit have like eight or nine boxes because I switch it up, eat a different flavor every few days. You can build your own box or get a variety pack with cocoa, fruity, frosted peanut butter, blueberry and cinnamon. They have so many other flavors like jelly donut and birthday cake. They also have a peanut butter uh, chocolate flavor now, which is the two mixed together. That's been my favorite. It's keto friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low carb and GMO free. And you go to magic spoon.com slash fightful. Grab your delicious cereal. Try it today. Use that promo code fightful at checkout, save $5 on your order. And they're so confident in their product. It comes up with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you try it, if you're like, you know what? I'm going to listen to Sean Ross I'm going to listen to Derek Cheap. Bye. Does he have the scoop on cereal? Well, yeah, I do actually. And if you don't like it, if you're, if you're a smarmy jerk, you're like, Ew, I don't like this. Or you pretend to not like it. You know what? They, they say, okay, whatever. Our product is so good. We'll, we'll give you your money back, but you're not going to ask for your money back. Let's be real. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Micah says, Dong Lord and Dong Drop.
2: Please, I do not want to be Dong Drop. I hope that's not me.
0: Dong Drop. I love it. G'day from Sydney. Would you possibly be looking for any new writers? Love both of your work. We're not like actively hiring, but uh, you can always send an email with your samples, resume, all that stuff to Sean at Fightful.com. I do keep them on file. Um, that stuff does help an awful lot. Asian I will says say
2: this though, he was very smart to send that in, in a super chat because now he can tax write off it. that's
0: true? That's very probably, true. Yeah.
2: Probably, right?
0: Yeah. Asian Joe says, Too bad you didn't get man or refer manscaped to those DMs. Buddy, it was taken care of. It was it was not a it, it was they they spent a lot of time on it, too much time for somebody that sends that kind of picture unsolicited to a stranger, which is why I think. It wasn't them. Riptide says, "Who is better, American Alpha or Team Angle?" I think Team Angle got the better push. Uh, I liked American Alpha a lot more.
2: I liked both, but I'm going to go with. Yeah, you know what? I got to go with American Alpha. I think.
0: Yeah, guys, please leave a thumbs up on this video. Intangible one says, "Sean corrupted Denise so much he broke her forbidden door." And now has created a monster.
2: That's true. When I came on here, I was like, I'm gonna be so professional, and you know, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna make a good impression on everybody, <laughs> and and I'm gonna behave well. And then and then turns out nobody liked me. And then and then and then I started being funny, and people liked me. And then that's Ner- what happened.
0: Nerd Guru says the Dong Lord and the Dong Duchess.
2: Oh dear God, no.
0: I mean, I think it's uh, Dong Drop. What? Somebody says you dong dropped your ex-boyfriend for her fiance? What?
2: Wait, go back. What? What? Meets dong dropped her ex-boyfriend for her fiance. Oh, this is in regards to a story that I told on Russell Talk about my ex-boyfriend. And oh, well, and Luke well, like literally off. Luke literally like quizzed me. He was like seriously like trying to get the juicy details out of me. And I, I was like, no, bro, like you ain't getting the juicy details. Really? <laughs> yes.
0: Wow, Denise the Smoke Salcedo is now Denise the Juice Salcedo. I want the details.
2: There there are no details. Give me
0: the scoop.
2: But there is no details. There's is, nothing to tell.
0: Is he a piece of shit?
2: Who my ex boyfriend? Yeah. I don't know.
0: That How do you was like not know years ago. Him? You don't know if he's a piece of shit. I know your fiance is, and he seems like a wonderful okay, fella.
2: Here was the story. Okay, so I told this really quick. I'll say it really now. Okay, so I was dating. Okay, so the whole story came out because of my yearbook post. Remember the picture that I posted in my yearbook? Yes. And I was telling Luke that there's a great picture of me with my ex boyfriend on my other yearbook because I look really good in that photo. And so <laughs> Luke started asking me about my ex boyfriend, and I felt terrible because I had to tell him that that guy took me on my first date, but he didn't pay and he didn't drive and it was terrible. And Mm. we also, I forgot to add, we also ran into his ex-girlfriend while we were on the date. Oh, so, oh, and the other story was that he essentially like this girl liked him. And then like he said, he didn't like her back. But after we broke up, he ended up doing it with this girl and knocked her up. So that's like the story there. And even though he told me he didn't like her, he ended up getting this. Sounds like,
0: sounds like he was dong dropping
2: yeah so that was this that was the story that was it that was years ago and people
0: doubt how dare any of you doubt when i report something at this point it should be fact look what i just got out of denise salcedo i got out of denise salcedo that her ex-boyfriend is dong dropped Fightful well, exclusion. Technically,
2: can we out give that to Luke? Because Luke's got me. all the other details. Like, he managed to get all those other details out. Yeah.
0: Well, I think
2: you're stealing a scoop now. You, you know
0: what? Time. After all the scoops that WrestleTalk reports of mine, like, a week later, I think I think they owe me one. Norm Summer says, smoke juice in the dog Lord. Buddy comedy of the summer. So somebody sent a super chat and said, Sean, because of you, Rhea Ripley is literally the troll face meme. Remember what I said a couple of weeks ago, Denise? I remember. That's what she did. Now, before this, we got an absolutely abysmal promo backstage where they're like, we are all second and third generation wrestlers. Yeah. And I do not like this cheap shot that we got. Yeah. And I already beat this one. This was bad dialogue. The match was fine but it leads to Rhea Ripley pulling a Charlotte on Charlotte and then being like.
2: Perfect troll face. Yeah, this was not good. Like overall, I know you said you thought this was fine or whatever, but I just thought this was bad. So at the start, you know, they all get started doing this brawl and this is nothing on them, but this is literally on the cameras. There was a moment where Natty was punching someone. I don't even know who, because every time she punched someone, the camera would like flip from side to side. And it got to the point where I was like, what is even happening in this brawl? Like, I can't even tell you who Natty was punching. I can't even tell you that. Okay. And I just thought the entire mass, the entire match was like, it was messy. It was just all over the place. I I wasn't feeling this. I'm not, I'm not feeling the story here. Like I wasn't feeling it since, since they started it, but now it's kind of I was kind of hoping we would drop it for a second or at least do something different. And that's not where we're getting at here.
0: Yeah. The more that you, you kind of brought that up, the more I agree with you. It just, I think maybe I tuned it out because I knew it was going to happen. It was going to lead to a finish and then Rhea was going to get one up on Charlotte. Hmm.
2: Yeah. See, there was a match that I tuned out and I'll tell you which one it was later.
0: Ian says, we all love when you get sidetracked. What would it take for a weekly show that revolves around anything but wrestling? I think that would actually be really good. Maybe we'll do that one day. Anything's possible. You're saying
2: that, Sean, and then you, like, don't do it.
0: It's gotta be we need to have a
2: morning minutes. show.
0: Just, well, like, I don't do mornings. About,
2: like... Oh, sorry.
0: I'm I don't do thinking. mornings. What time but... do you wake up? I mean, I'm up in the morning, but... Oh, so I, I'm, I'm not in my pink shirt in the mornings that's for how much sure.
2: money does jimmy van need to give you to do a morning show i
0: don't know a lot uh, isaiah tv says cats are better than dogs and easter is better than christmas all this and more this week on uncultured with denise
2: Alcedo. okay so first of all i said dogs are better than cats and easter is totally better than christmas and i will stand by that
0: oh amazing Brutality says, hey, Shawnee boy and Denise. Raw wasn't too bad this week. Really enjoying Kofi and Riddle storylines. On, and on Raw Talk, Riker let truth borrow the strap. Oh, boy. Uh, the imagery around that is a little too uncomfortable for me, Denise. him, I was running. cringing
2: the entire time. I'm sorry. I mean,
0: like, everybody sees it. What, are we going to sit here and pretend like this guy hasn't said some borderline racist shit and he's walking around with a strap slapping stuff? It's not good imagery, and I know I'm going to get some comments where people say, whatever it Snowflake. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about Jackson Riker. I don't care about the Elias character. I don't care about this feud. Fortunately, at least in the world of making sense, there was no 50-50 booking. Riker beat his ass with the quickness, and it was done and over with. The match wasn't anything to write home about, but this was awkward.
2: I didn't even write notes about this match, so I'm just going to tell you everything based off my memory here. And first of all, everything surrounding this, even before the match, kind of had me with some anxiety. Not anxiety, but I was kind of just like, oh, God, please don't let them say or do something that is going to be like bad here. And there were some things that were being said on social media about Riker's uh, choice of colors of gear. That was a topic that was amongst the IWC. And I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, I just thought that I went back. Actually, Sean, I went back on his Facebook post and read some of that stuff. The the BLM stuff that he said And I will tell you, like rereading, like I read it once when it first came out and I read it now. So a lot of time obviously went went by and I was just kind of like, oh, God, like how and why? And, you know, just a million thoughts on that. But. I tuned out this match. I didn't like it. It just wasn't like, I get it. Like they were supposed to have Riker come across as this guy who was like, feels no, or is going to do all of this to be tolerant of the pain. And I just dropped something, but he's going to be tolerant of this pain, this and that. And instead this came across as just, please get off my TV screen. And I hate to say that, but I'm sorry, but it's kind of like you, you did you. And now, now that's just out there in the open. You now. made
0: me not care about you.
2: Yeah. And I you played yourself. Honestly, I do not know what kind of reception, or at least I'm curious as to what kind of reception he is going to get come live crowds, because let's be real. Like things have changed. People aren't necessarily gonna, you know, just pretend like they don't know.
0: Exactly. Orlando says raw was good tonight. Only bad thing was Elias and Jackson don't understand it. And don't want to, I, I can't help, but to agree. Rob Reed says, Raw was good, at least outside of Riker. Yeah, primarily. Rob Reed says, why would you give the guy whose gimmick is that he's a musician a generic butt rock theme that you give everyone else? That's a very good point. I loved his NXT theme. (laughs) It rocked. It hit hard. And they gave him this trash. I'm
2: sorry, but Elias just deserves so much better. Like For the most part, he's an entertaining fella. I feel like yeah. he could be doing some other stuff. I just kind of feel bad that he's sort of been bogged down in all of this.
0: Guys, get your super chats in. We are heading down the home stretch of this show. A uh, little heads up Jimmy Van will not be here this Wednesday. So I'm going to do a show. I think Jeremy might join us. I don't know. I, I, he indicated that he wanted to. We're just going to talk about whatever you guys super chat during that period. So uh, make sure you guys check that out. John course- can't
2: afford Denise Salcedo for another list in your girl
0: you're always so busy
2: what was that face that face meant something (gasps) i touched on something there in fact i think it might be worse
0: whoa whoa everybody
2: saw that everybody saw that everybody saw that
0: i'm doing a make good for jeremy because the last time we were supposed to do a show and it got cut way short because like i don't know 20 people got fired I'm
2: sorry, but I do not care about Jeremy's feelings or how he feels about whether or not he got screwed out of time.
0: Nerd Guru says, weird how they kept both women's title feuds the same since Mania on both shows. Fairly obvious they're being saved for Becky and Sasha, right? I don't think anything's fairly obvious uh, anymore with them. Uh, I I don't know what direction they'll go for necessarily anything. It's a matter of who they can get to come in and what kind of booking they'll adjust to because some of these people are not going to come back For terrible booking, Denise.
2: Yeah, I agree.
0: Let's talk about one of the the fantastic matches on Raw. Ricochet versus John Morrison. Backstage, uh, John Morrison. I loved his promo about The Miz. He goes, The Miz may not be the strongest or the fastest. And then he just stops. (laughs) The Miz is like, but! I thought that was good. And then Ricochet held them up with it with a drip stick, whatever. Again, this was not for me, but I'm like, eh, whatever. A water gun, who cares?
2: I mean, I just thought that this match was a whole lot of fun. Mm -hmm. They did a lot of fun stuff throughout this match. I mean, I I already expected that because, you know, this isn't necessarily the first time we've seen them go at it, but they did a lot of... Uh, different stuff, or at least I feel elevated their game just a little bit. And then obviously, you know, with that finish with Ricochet literally flying into a whole other world. I mean, it was insane and it was fun. And even though this ended in a count out, it, it doesn't bother me. And the reason for that is because it was a cool way to sort of, I guess, end an account. If you're going to do a count out, you might as well do it like this. It's what I'm really trying to get at here.
0: Yeah. This was set up by that big body press and – there were people that were talking about, "Oh my gosh, the crash pad!" I don't care if I don't care I mean the crash pad. There, oh my god, I saw the crash pad there. Uh, who cares? This spot ruled. This spot was so much fun. Um, it, they were good. They had great chemistry. John Morrison has never been better in a in in totality. It's been just a blast. Ricardo says ricochet rules shock or uh, Richie Goodacre says this ricochet spot was amazing. They don't do double count out too often though. That's why I liked it here. And Denise, I was okay with one of them losing this match for a few reasons. One, they both already won to get into the match. So I'm good with that. And then you put two people against each other. One's got to win. One's got to lose. Now I would be okay with that. Even if the loser went into one, win, win money in the bank, because, it's climbing a ladder, grabbing a briefcase. It's a lot different than knocking somebody out, pinning them. There, there, There's a lot more flexibility with the booking here. And they still found a way to have a really good match. It didn't have any stakes whatsoever. It built a little bit, but it had a fun finish as well. Uh, I, I really like this
2: yeah exactly i think i feel the same way because even like there was the the wheelchair spot was pretty cool too and i kind of found the way i feel like they successfully found a way to use the miz where he doesn't come across as annoying like he hasn't been annoying to me on commentary so that's a plus within itself
0: rob reed says johnny mundo versus prince puma was awesome tonight that's a good shout richie goodacre says wesley blake and steve cutler deserve better they did they did um Yes, they but they both got fired, and the guy that that uh, got the heat did not. I don't. Know Somebody says say you look it, like no. Miranda Alize. Is that a wrestler?
2: I don't know who Miranda Alize is. Yes,
0: that is a that is a wrestler. I but no, I don't I think Denise her. looks like her. Miranda. I was going to say Miranda or Alize has like red hair. I'm pretty sure.
2: I don't know. People are always telling me I look like someone, and I'm just like,
0: yeah. I watched her in the the May Young Classic, and she she did some AW Dark stuff against Britt Baker. I don't I don't think so. Intangible one says I don't want Sasha near the title anymore. Can't support the anti-vax and anti-mask stuff she's been posting. She hasn't been posting it. She's been liking it, but still, I don't agree with it. Ian says the history behind strapping should have stopped these matches a long time ago across all brands. Be creative. Create a new similar gimmick. I agree, Denise.
2: Yeah, it's not really. I don't know. I think like in order for me to get into it, it has to be like a whole story to like even get remotely interested. But just like this, the way that this was put together, not so much.
0: Cyclops says justice for Jeremy. Point God did nothing wrong. No, he didn't. He, he's
2: Jeremy's just an easy, an easy attack.
0: Look at Noct saying, SRS is a very relatable baby face. He's getting his own custom-made shoes known from a well-known company just like the rest of us. Do the clap.
2: Oh, hell no. I get can't the get crowd. behind this babyface.
0: Get in the no. crowd on my side.
2: No. I'm going to be that one person that does not want to get behind SRS.
0: S-R-S, S-R-S. I want everybody in the chat to send it. S-R-S, S-R-S. Come on, guys. Let's go. We can do it. All of us together. We can do it. Sean, don't quit your day job. I, I'm here for all you people. This is my day job, Denise. Thanks like said, to all you I people. I-, I couldn't have done it without all these people. S-R-S. Look at this, Denise. Look at Oh, my God. Denise srs people
2: S-R-S. just want to get their comment read on here so they knew well, that you know they what? knew if they pleased your ego that they would get their message that, on that the screen. Will,
0: that will absolutely do it that okay. does it if you if you appease my ego and you do exactly what i say steal your mother's credit card subscribe to fightfulselect.com i will get your question or statement read on the air
2: I'm sorry, I can't. I just can't handle. It. I can't. I don't I did not know. I have no words.
0: Main event. Oh boy. This match.
2: I was gonna say, why would you make that face?
0: Listen, whatever that person said to me in an Instagram DM, that's what this match did. Wait, that's what? What, this, that's what? What, I, what? I'm still confused by it. But the, the the suggestive odd thing that came to me in an Instagram DM, that's what this match did to all of us. Wait, did it,
2: somebody want to hump you?
0: That, that would have been way too tame. <laughs> <sighs> Humped. This match was so good. And at one point, I I sat there and I was like, this still has 10 minutes left in it. Oh, God. At 10.50 Eastern, it was like building this crescendo. And I was like, oh, my God. And this was to highlight Matt Riddle. This match was a spotlight on Matt Riddle. That being said, Drew McIntyre threw some of my favorite suplexes I've ever seen in this match, where he would pick up Matt Riddle from a curled position and he would just heave. Riddle, and it was he, he even said on the, the Bret Hart documentary that he lands Bret Hart style, which I loved. Uh, this match was so good. Tyler Joseph Smith says, Conrad spent 60K on a butterfly robe. Your thoughts? He's got the money. More power to him. It's worth what you pay for it. And Rob Reed says, The Rossamaniacs are behind you. That's all I want. I
2: was about to say, who are the Ross maniacs?
0: Each and every one of you behind me is what I've been craving for so long. Go get a
2: flag and start waving it. Oh, my God. Go get some tassels, Sean. Oh, no. Okay, while Sean's gone, you can go ahead and follow me on Twitter and or on Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. And Sean is back. Oh, the Manscaped flag?
0: Oh, I don't think S-R-S, S-R-S, oh, S-R-S, I S-R-S, people.
2: S-R-S. people are to blame for this. I blame the people. I don't like listen, babyface S-R-S. Listen,
0: listen, people love it. Look at Chris Reigns. Asian Joe says, I could see Riddle offering his Money in the Bank spot to Randy for feeling like he let him down. Also, Drew seems out of place with the rest of the Money in the Bank competitors. No, I disagree. So, Drew won this match, but Riddle hurt his foot and boy before we get to the drew thing wow riddle sold the hell out of this foot injury denise he was like i broke it i know i broke it it hurts to move it i think riddle might be the best seller in wrestling right now
2: i mean where do i even begin with this match um dang okay so first of all this match was pay-per-view quality. I I stand by that. I really do think that this match could have been on the last pay-per-view or whatever because it was really, really good. Like, they all went out there. And, Sean, that is very distracting as I'm speaking. (laughs) You're (laughs) supposed to be a
0: professional. You're supposed to be a professional.
2: People just want shout-outs anyways. So I thought that this match, I thought that this match was like hard hitting literally Drew McIntyre and AJ Styles. And this is just, I'm focusing on them two right now because they have like this undeniable chemistry together. And there was a moment where uh Drew McIntyre literally just grabbed AJ Styles and was like, pounding him like I think he got him on the on the on the glass he got him on the uh like three different portions of the ring and it was during that moment I don't know man like if I felt Drew McIntyre became road runner because that guy was like here here and there I mean he really picked up this intensity and I thought that just like AJ Styles literally bumping left and right for him. All of that really worked out together. Obviously, then you have the incorporation of Matt Riddle in this match. Yeah. I mean, it was just top notch. That moment where um Matt Riddle got himself on the steel steps with his foot. Oh man, I feel like everybody watching felt that. Like you could feel that like echoing everybody, like back at you.
0: Everybody stubbed, everybody stubbed their toe. So yes. they know what that feels like. And then Matt Riddle, barefoot, kicking a piece of steel. Exactly. Then him coming back, I think, added so much to the match.
2: I didn't think he was going to come back. You know, A lot of that stuff is usually like, oh, you can see it happening in hindsight and all of this. But I I honestly didn't expect him to come back. I thought this was just going to be a way for him to not, you know, have to take the owl here. And so, you know, when he came back, I just thought, okay, well, they're making the story so much better. And he's also not looking like, you know, I, I wouldn't have said that he looked like a geek or anything by essentially being taken out this way because I thought it was a very legitimate way to essentially be taken out of the match but just the fact that he came back added so much more to who he is and I mean I just I really liked everything that they did here and like even though I said that I didn't want Drew to win this last match I didn't care I can't complain about anything that was done here because this was um thumbs up
0: Rob Reed says the only reason I could tell the riddle injury spot was a work was no x thrown up you can also tell when the camera absolutely follows them that it's a work injection says it's gimmick infringement uh no we got sent a flag too and look you have fans micah newbie says salcedo they're literally
2: my fans rock
0: Bryant he says i've missed the story being the center of the show riddle's journey to help his friend was great that's the thing riddle is playing a good baby face because he wants to help out somebody that he he thinks a lot of
2: we didn't even talk about that the fact that he was you know getting into like Mm -hmm. He was pretending essentially to be Randy Orton. Yeah. Like even that that was a whole other layer that was added to this match where it's kind of like, I, I don't know. There was just a lot of depth and there was a lot of story in this.
0: After after his win earlier in the night, he said, play Randy's music. And he did yeah. the pose and got shocked by the pyro. That was so good. Uh, Steven says, is Vince backstage high on Riddle? Pun intended. Vince has been high on Riddle since they had a sit down meeting uh, towards the beginning of last year. And from what I understand, he brought Riddle in. And said, you got heat with Goldberg and Lesnar. And he said, so what, bro? And Vince was like, goddamn, pal. That's impressive. Uh, so uh, that that is not verbatim. That's just what I had heard. I heard basically like, oh, those are two guys you don't want any heat with. And he's like, let them have heat with me. If They want to make more money with me. They'll be fine. That's that's the type of stuff Vince wants to hear. Right. Cyclops says, we cheer the face and boo the heel on this channel. That's right. Don't try to get yourself over. I would never try to get myself over. I don't try to do that. Orlando says the main event was great. I hope Red Riddle never gets his foot injury. He's getting better and better each week. I think he's he's the best performer in North America right now in ring, like that that I watch on a weekly basis. Uh, I'm not going to say his character is better than Roman Reigns, but his in ring work is as good as anybody's. I think. Rob Reed says Riddle doing the lock and key bit, pop me. Yeah, he talked to Damian Priest backstage, and I love that Damian Priest, a babyface, was like, "Listen, we're buddies. Everybody knows we're buddies. They seen Chronicle. He's lucky to have you as a friend." That was a babyface move right there, Denise.
2: Right. I like this. Like this whole backstage interaction with Damian Priest and Matt Riddle. And also like they and you know, obviously we're just seeing, you know, Damian Priest come back, but that was one of the things that we were seeing consistently with him all the time, always, you know, being backstage, being like the cool guy. That makes sense. So, I kind of like him doing this with Matt Riddle.
0: Richie Goodacre says they'll kill Drew's popularity if he wins money in the bank. So, Denise, what I think they shouldn't do, they shouldn't have Drew win money in the bank. That's because I really think he should go on the downward spiral. I think it should come down to Drew. And he's right there, right there, right there. And then somebody, maybe a baby face, maybe Ricochet. Maybe Ricochet costs him that. Like he's, he's about to unhook it. And Ricochet flies out of nowhere and takes him out. And neither one of them win it. But then somebody else does. And then Drew is livid. And then Drew goes off. And Drew is mad about Ricochet, and that gives you a program.
2: Man, I don't even care what they do with Drew right now. I just want to see Drew versus AJ Styles. Like in, an, like I know we've seen it, but like I want to get like an actual story, like in a pay per view or something. I'm sorry, but based off tonight, I need to see that, but like sure. on a pay per view.
0: Volob says, "Do you think they'll sister wife the Money in the Bank winners by putting them on both brands? I got no problem if they do to some degree." Um, if they establish that that's a golden ticket, I'm okay with that. Just establish it, make it, make it clear, make it known. Before. Yes. Oh, I mean, or even if they say afterwards, they're like, listen, they can decide which champ they want to face. And as a result, Adam Pierce and Sony Deville have given them lenience on appearing on both brands. That's all you got to say. It's a scripted show. I only follow the rules that you have presented to me scripted show. Um, and I don't think that would be lazy, Denise, because it's the money in the bank.
2: I think so. They just need to get creative with the money in the bank. I'm really open to whatever they decide to do. And if, again, if they let it be something where it's like, okay, it could be on Raw or SmackDown, I'm cool with that.
0: Nerd Guru says, still don't like Raw, even though the in remark mark was good. The winner of today is Jungle Boy. Yeah, he, he was a winner.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was. He
0: was a winner today. Well, did Brandon you take
2: Atlas's tweet?
0: I did. That I was did.
2: hilarious.
0: Brandon Charles Powell says, Denise, you'll always be SRS's favorite number two. Now acknowledge him. I I took at least two number twos that I liked way better than Denise today. Knock Bogan says... I do not
2: want to be on your favorites list. Definitely not.
0: Well, you're always a number two to me, Denise. Uh, Knock Bogan says, Dipping in uh, to show my support. Got to start the stream from the beginning. Riddle was enjoyable for the bits I saw. He was great. He was really great. And Matthew Mikofsky wraps this up by saying... My pick is Big E, but my question is, if Big E wins Money in the Bank, does he cash in successfully, and when does he cash in? Maybe SummerSlam. What I would like, Denise, is for after Big Bobby Lashley beats up Kofi Kingston, here comes Big E with Money in the Bank, and he's like, one of us has taken this. And Big E gets his moment at SummerSlam in Vegas. I think Big E versus Bobby Lashley is a hell of a WWE title match.
2: That would be good. I just hope whoever does win in the Money in the Bank, if they're presented yeah. well, I think should actually win.
0: Yes. Guys, thank you all so much. Uh, don't forget, Alex Palowski has a post-NXT show. Uh, Diamond Mind debuted last week. If you guys know the kind of wrestling I like, I love that type of stuff. I love the catch point esque type of thing. We have a bunch of news on it, including Arturo Huas, Marina Shafir. They were supposed to be a part of that group. They ain't in WWE anymore. FightfulSelect.com has all those scoops. Matthew Mukofsky says, what about Brock? What about Brock? I mentioned that earlier. I don't think they're as close to making a deal happen as they wanted people to believe. Uh, but we also have the post-AEW show. It's back on Wednesday this week. So tune in for that. Tons of interviews, special show on Wednesday afternoon where we answer just your super chats. Denise, what do you got going on?
2: Tomorrow, I am dropping an interview with Tommaso Ciampa. So I'm really Ooh. excited about that. That's coming out tomorrow. And I just dropped an interview today with Cody Diener. So that one's a really oh, good nice. one too. Um, so just a lot of that stuff coming out. Obviously, a bunch of shows, all of that. And you can check that out on Twitter and or on Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo.
0: Cody Diener is a very entertaining guy. He's been around for a very long time. He's done a variety of different things. I love how his, his path is sort of, I don't want to say emulating Eric Young's, but he went from I'm a talking comedy about guy. That
2: with me. Yeah.
0: Went from a comedy guy to a very serious guy and is now in a group with Eric Young. Make sure you guys check that out. Uh, Fightful.com, shop.fightful.com. We have some new designs up there and also fightfulmag.com. Until next time, guys, we're out.